Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark and Manila podcast. I am your coach, Mark Manila, and I am coming to you from ESL and BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. This program is here to help you get the best life possible. Perhaps you've been dreaming of moving overseas, but English is your second language and you feel you're limited somewhat in your interview technique. I can assist you. Perhaps you are somebody wanting to launch your business. You've got some fantastic ideas that keep you up till two, three in the morning, but they're not getting put into practice. Maybe you need a mentor, somebody to bounce those ideas with and also help guide you to push you forward and keep you accountable to setting goals and reaching them so your product or your idea actually turns up in the real world, making you financial freedom and giving you peace of mind. If that sounds like you, get in touch with me as well. Maybe you're a native English speaker, uh, but you find that your English is just not cutting it when it comes to presentations, webinars, or just public speaking, or maybe just chatting to your boss. And it can be devastating if you go to open your mouth in a meeting and nothing comes out and everybody's staring, right? The same applies if you're speaking English as your second language. Maybe you're from an Arabic speaking country. I specialize particularly in Arabic speakers of English as a second language. I know some of the pitfalls and issues that are happening and the problems with intonation that can really mess up how you feel about your fluency. Also, if you're from any of the Asian speaking countries, Korea, China, Hong Kong, doesn't matter, I can assist you too. Um, from living over in Asia for three years now and counting, um, I've got vast expertise of working and interacting with hundreds, hundreds of Asian speaking people from all over the world. And I can help you again with the problems if you're from Japan, particularly and you're struggling with your listening skills, this is an area that many Japanese students do seem to struggle with more than other nationalities and there is a particular reason why and if you want to find out the why and how we fix the why then do get in touch with me. Uh, my links are all down below uh, you can book yourself a free 30-minute Zoom session with me to discuss your particular needs and come away with a plan of action at initial-impact.com or esl-businessenglishexperts.com. Don't forget to sign up to my newsletter too please people because you're going to get more tips and techniques in there and access to new products and services as they launch. So it's the way to find me. Okay, today, what are we talking about? We're talking about getting laid off, yes. Now, it's not a pleasant subject, but sadly, it's happening to more and more people. Um, many times, the first time people come to me for help, um, perhaps to <laughs> decide what they're going to do with their life, or maybe to improve their English so that they can interview for a multinational position is because they've got laid off. Now, we can't escape seeing it in the news everywhere. Um, we've had so many layoffs happening in the USA, in particular recently, um, Amazon, um, Meta, uh, to name a few, Snapchat. It goes on and on and on. And it is really the human cost that I get to see um, rather than news headlines because um, some of my clients have either been working at these companies or indeed people were wanting to go and work at these companies, but now there's no job openings for them. Um, and it is devastating. Uh, and this, if this has an impact to you, or if you're at one of another company that I haven't mentioned here, I totally do respect and sympathize with the situation. And I hope that things will quickly restore to normal and you will find yourself in a better place very soon. So today I'm just going to be talking about what you can do, the steps you can take to keep moving forward after being laid off, because it's really important for you or if you are facing this threat, to be able to stay motivated and positive and keep moving forward so you can get into that next role for yourself or your family. 
So, of course, feeling um, isolated and just losing what many people would say is their identity, because unfortunately, um, people identify with themselves as being their job, which is not the truth, actually. Um, if we want to get specific here, you are not your job. But because uh, most of us put so much into our work, um, we mistakenly think that we are our work and we're not. But it does take up so much of our time, you know, literally our hours, which again is another conversation as to whether that's right, um, should, is that healthy? Um, but being laid off can feel isolating, okay? And you're not alone, you to know that. Um, basically, there are 10 steps that you can take to set yourself up for success um, and to grow your career again, okay? So please be reassured that this is possible. Now, if you've been laid off, okay, um, it's frustrating because they're often caused by external factors, like in this case, market contractions, and it's pretty much out of your control, which is the one thing I want you to think about the first thing. It's nothing to do with the ability that you, you had to do your job, not to do your skills, your personality, whether your boss liked you or not. It's totally, and it's going to sound stupid to say in a bit of a cliche, it's not personal. It's become personal because it's affected you personally, but it isn't personal not because of who you are, it's the situation, okay? So it can be difficult to feel in control of your situation there, okay? And being proactive about this can really help you to protect not just your financial health, but your mental health and work through it, all right? And I understand this from personal experience. So we'll, we'll just look at what you can do here, okay? So first and foremost, okay, it's really, really important um, that you can get yourself through this phase. And it's about confirming, obviously, with your employer, um, you know, whether this is going to happen immediately, what is the plan for your phasing out of the company, and get yourself that in writing, okay? Um, be fully informed about your employment status here and when it terminates. And, of course, what you want to do as well is talk about the benefits, if you're in a company where you get health insurance, you want to confirm how long those benefits will remain available, okay, um, after your last day. And these are all really important things. Then, of course, you want to file for unemployment. Now, in some countries, remember, we don't have that luxury. Um, <laughs> uh, and that is not, that is not a lie. In some countries, there is no unemployment. So it depends where you are in the world. If you're in, lucky enough to be in a developed country with this type of system, then great. Take advantage of it, um, get your documents together and file for unemployment. If you're not, you've got a bigger problem. Okay, so it's really important for you that you try to think how you're going to manage your budget, speak with the people that you live with or your partner, and see what you can do to remove some things that might uh, be, you know, it's basically spending your money without needing to. All right, so certain things like subscriptions to Netflix might need to go for a bit. Um, try to reduce whatever you can that I would class as non-essential. Um, sadly, in some cases, we even have to start cutting things that are essential. Um, I don't know if we cut their food budgets, but you've got to take care of your health. It is so difficult, though, because people will say, yes, but you've got to eat. But it's like, great, but, you know, um, you've got to balance eating between, you know, paying the rent and being out on the street. So I totally understand that stress, okay? Um, try to look after yourself as best as you can. Um, if you are in that position where you've got a bit of luxury of time because you have some unemployment benefit, then take some time just to de-stress and cope with the, the kind of feelings of frustration, sadness and loneliness, 
And, you know, if you loved your job and had good friends there, then you've lost a lot, right? Not just your job and your income and perhaps your sense of identity, but also your support system, your friends. So that's why it's really important, even if you aren't being laid off at the moment, look at your support systems now. Prepare just in case in life, right? We never know what's going to happen in life. And just think, well, how concentratable all of my support systems are. They're all in one place. If they are, it's kind of risky. So maybe try to get support systems outside of work. Um, try to build friendship and networks, um, maybe with other events that you might go to, yoga classes, soccer, whatever it is that's your thing. And then that way, if anything does happen to your work or there's a problem, you already have a support system in place. You don't have to start trying to build one, okay? Um, it is helpful. Um, of course, I will just mention here, because we are in Mental Health Awareness Month and also Domestic Partner Violence um, Month, that if you are isolated by your partner, say in your relationship, this is the problem. Um, this is why you know these abusive situations are so damaging because literally you can't build a support network outside of the main relationship, uh, which is totally not acceptable. Uh, but you might have been led to believe or made to be feeling guilty that you should be giving everything to that partner. There should be no other conversations, friendships, anything, and that is totally abusive. It is controlling, demanding. And um, if you're in that situation, help is available. Uh, okay, just reach out, start to Google in your area, try to find help for you know that type of situation because you don't deserve to be treated like that or to be in a situation like that. It's really damaging to you. Okay, so make sure that you can try to practice a little bit of self-care. Try to enjoy the things perhaps that you you know like reading, writing, walking, gym, whatever it is. Okay. And remind yourself each day that the level's not your fault. You've still got access to skills and qualities that you used to use really well at your job, and you're going to find another job. This will pass, okay? It's really important to keep the psychology positive on this. As I said, draw up a budget. Um, get rid of all those non-essential expenses, all right? And just get a better picture as to how you're going to cope with the timeline that you've got, okay? Look at your savings if you have any. Okay, and many people are struggling there because they didn't have many savings in the first place, but see what you can do. And then look at your goals, all right? Um, take a little bit of this time to think about what you enjoyed about your job, the things you didn't maybe, um, and what you would like to change in your next position. So it can actually be an opportunity. I would say that, you know, the greatest sort of tragedies can be an opportunity for huge growth. I was only having this conversation with a coaching client the other day. Um, it's just how we look at them, it's how we assess them and what we make of them. Um, on their own, they are just events, but what changes the impact of them is what we make of them and how we speak to ourselves about what the events mean about us, okay? So try to look at it objectively. It is just an event like the sun coming up or the sun coming down. I don't mean that to sound simplistic, but try to detach from the emotional component. Really hard to do, I know. And just look at it and think, okay, the sun came up. I lost my job. That's the sun coming up, right? Okay. So how am I going to change this, right? How am I going to get to the sun going back down again? Because it will go back down again. So use this time to think, figure out what you want to attract to you. When I talk about quantum attraction and quantum field, um, use this time to put out and broadcast to the universe a positive thought about the type of job you're seeking. We find in psychological studies that when we start to focus and almost obsess on particular things, it shows up. It's weird, 
Um, some scientists say it's not that it's uh, somehow magically appearing, like, you know, it's a sort of uh, quantum reality, but actually it's because you're more open to it, you're looking for it. It's called the reticular activating system, it's a part in your brain that um, is always scanning, is always on the alert, operating at a very subconscious level. So, um, and it will pick up on things that you are holding great importance for. So, you know, for example, if you've got a phobia of something in particular, the reticular activating system will always flag up to you if one of those things you're phobic of happens to turn up in your nearby environment, right? Other people are blissfully unaware. I'm sure you've seen that yourself. If you have a phobia of, of anything, um, I'm not going to say any phobic, phobic things here because I don't want to trigger anybody. But the point I'm making here is, you know, you could be out somewhere in an environment, you'll stop dead because you've seen something, because your reticular activating system has picked up and alerted you. But everybody else is walking along like, what's the problem, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. So you get what I'm saying. So the point is, put it into your subconscious. What do I want? What type of job am I looking for? What opportunity? And every day I want you to, to say that mantra. This is what I'm looking for. This is, this is not my fault. I'm going to get this job. This is what's going to turn up. And your reticular activating system will assist you to pick up and notice maybe that job advertisement when you're scanning on a job board that you would have missed before. Or, oh, you'll hear somebody talking about they need somebody with your skill sets. And you might overhear it in a cafe somewhere or a restaurant. And you'll say, hey, um, sorry to interrupt. I couldn't help but hear what you just said. Can I introduce myself? My name is blah, blah, blah. And I might actually have the skills you're looking for. You'd be surprised where you will find these opportunities, all right? And talk to people, everybody you meet, mention, say, okay, you know, it's good, you can bring up, it's good to practice your English as a second language, your first language here. Um, in all situations you can think of, whether you be out either traveling, using the bus, on the train, um, as I say, out at the park, walking the dog, try to start conversations with people. It's good to try and meet new people. Let's face it, you've got time on your hands. Mention about the layoff, say, if you, you know, it's awful what's happening at the moment, isn't it, in the economy, and you know, the layoffs. In fact, I've been laid off recently. I used to be a software engineer, okay? I've got particular skills in this technology and that. I really love what I did, and, you know, now I'm looking for another job. And they might just say, well, actually, hey, you know, I know somebody can help you with that. Um, I'm, my friend works at this company. They've got some jobs available. I could, right, so do it like that. Always remember the opportunities are everywhere. You've just got to be able to be in a mindset to seek them out. And it's about keeping your psychology open to this, all right? Seek out a mentor. Now, there is a great site out there called pushfar.com. Push as in pushing the door, far as in faraway.com. Um, this platform is, is great. Um, people can offer their time to mentor um, on there and give their time freely. So um, whoever you work with here is not going to charge you right there is no fee it is just um, a, a group of like-minded experts like myself on there who want to give something back um, and you know you will find uh, like myself you know I'm just absolutely stacked out that's a good expression right to be stacked out means just so much going on um, so for me for example um, I can't assist more people um, at the moment on there but there are loads of other mentors who really can okay um, but I have in the past, you know, assisted so many people and you just do it freely because you want to support people. You want to give something back. And that's really important. OK, so um, do check out pushbra.com. It's a great site. Um, you can put up your advertisement, what type of mentor you're looking for. And you can also search for mentors actually available now and message them and say, I'm looking for a mentor. Could you, could you mentor me? OK, um, if you want to be a mentor on there, it's 
is good. You can do that too. Set up your profile, set up what you can and can't do, um, and just start building some good connections. It's a really good place for you to go to to get a mentor. Um, but there are many people out there who you can reach out to. Um, maybe even contact your, you know, your experienced colleagues at your old job, right? And ask for some advice. Build a relationship to really get you that guidance that's specific to your industry and receive a little bit of emotional support as well. So it's, it's really helpful. And they may also know people who can help you, right? Okay. Um, what about considering changing industries? You might just want to go straight back into it, but maybe not. I mean, perhaps this is a bad industry to be in right now. Look at all the things happening in the tech sector. So um, if that's the case, if you are an engineer or software designer or whatever, right, and you're being laid off and there's a contraction in these roles, okay, then what I'd like you to do is sort of look, okay, for the types of job positions with the highest demand and then compare those job postings with your current skill set. That's the, that's the best thing you can do, okay? Um, so if you, if you want to talk about looking at the highest demand, you can see how many people have applied for that job. Um, you can also see how many types of jobs are like that out there as well. So if there's lots of those jobs being posted, that's a good set to be thinking to get into because those are the ones that employers want to recruit for. Then see how many people are applying for them. And your ideal, it's just like search engine optimization, really. What you want to do is find the most frequently occurring job advertisements. Think, okay, that is the sector and the job type that seems to be in demand because employers are advertising all the time. And then pick the ones where there's less competition. So few people are applying for. That's your sweet spot. That's the type of job you want to be applying for because it shows that there is high demand from the employer and reduced availability of people actually applying for those jobs. That means you stand more of a chance to get in to that particular area. So if you want my top tip, that would be it. To find your next job is to look at it like that. Do not just go blindly applying for every single job available because one, it's really bad if you're blasting your CV and resume all over, okay? Recruiters are not silly. Um, and it looks very bad to be just literally sending the same cover letter saying, I love your company, I really want to work for you. And they're like, okay, yeah, we saw that one also being sent to this other company. They're just saying the same thing. You've got to think strategically. So only cherry pick, that's a good expression. I just mean select a quality handful that you want to approach, okay? And then take your time and just send a few CVs and resumes out. I know you're going to want to probably attack every single job option available, particularly if money is tight, but try to avoid the urge, certainly in the first few weeks when you've got a bit more time available for yourself, go for quality job and apply for the ones that all of them you would want to take. If you are desperate for a job, then of course just apply for, for everything you can, right? Okay. But if you've got time on your side, you want to just go for the high quality and the jobs that pay you the salary you think you, you really would need. And then that way, if you get an offer from any of those, you're going to be happy accepting any of them. All right. So that's another top tip. So the biggest top tip if you're going to search for a job is look for the demand and then the supply. How many people are applying? If you found a, a particular type of job where there's high demand from employers and low supply from applicants, that's your job. As long as you love it okay all right also treat your job search like a job so in a way um set aside time for job searching but also take time to have regular breaks like at work talk with friends and balance it all right 
it's really important you can do that, create a regular schedule where you do different activities like editing your resume, look for job postings, following up with past applications. Remember to follow up. You'd be surprised how many of you do not. All right, just send a small message afterwards saying it was great to have the interview. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, if you haven't heard anything further than a week later, just message and say to HR, just checking in. You know, I've had a few issues with my email. I didn't want to have missed anything from you. So just checking if there's any updates after the interview the other day. I really enjoyed meeting with you and, you know, would love to work for the company. Do that. Um, also, send a bit of a daily application goal. Set one of those goals for yourself because it enables you in a very small but meaningful way to, to feel like you've accomplished something when you hit your goal. I, you know, I've applied for five jobs today or whatever it is. Okay? So I hope this has really been a benefit for you to give you some ideas. If you're struggling at the moment or feeling rather down, you're not alone. Do reach out to get help if feeling down is progressing into feeling more depressed um, or even you know suicidal. We don't want anybody to be in that position at all. It's just really. Um, so do reach out to the SOS and crisis helplines in your country. Um, and there is help obviously online if we could just Google around that. You will find help. Um, if you want a session with me, you know how to get hold of me. The link's all down below. I've been Coach Martin Miller. I hope that you are being as good as you can be, the best version of yourself today as you could be, or this morning if you're listening to this, go be the best version of yourself today, all right? Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.